What up, what up, what up, sports heads, and welcome to another edition of Sports Talk KC. I am one of your house cowboy, fellas. What's going on, sports heads, sports talk KC, Lee 86 in the building. What it do, what it do, sports heads, DB's 1492 here. Yeah. All right, sports, sports heads, we didn't think we were going to be back with an NBA Finals update this soon. And I think I'm a... Uh, not along with this, fellas. I think we were all in agreement that are hoping that we would go longer than what it did. But last night, the Milwaukee Bucks took the title. Donis took the crown. MV- Finals MVP championship. Uh, I watched the game, and, man, to me it just seems like Phoenix ran out of gas. Uh, Devin Booker was trying to be a long way. Uh, it just seems like they ran out of gas. But, fellas, what are your thoughts on the game last night? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, first and foremost, you know, um, congrats to the Milwaukee Bucks um, for pulling a Chiefs move, uh, winning their first championship in 50 years. Um, so congratulations to that city of Milwaukee. Um, Giannis, the young beast, um, you know, uh, Middleton as well, and you know, uh, Drew Holiday. Um, you know, it's <sighs> Milwaukee just showed, you know, they are quietly their own <laughs> super team, as we like to call them, um, because Drew Holiday is one of the best defensive players in this league, he showed that in the closing games of this series. Um, so we can't shun away from that. Drew Holiday, I said it again, is one of the best defensive players, and he adds a little mixture of offense in with it. It's deadly. Middleton, Chris Middleton as well, is an assassin in his own. Uh, and we've seen that these last four games. Um, so for Giannis to say, you know, he did it the hard way, Nah, buddy. It's not like you're playing with a couple of a team full of AAUers or nothing like that, buddy. You have some some assassins and some closers on that team. But credit due to them. Um, like I said, I just hate it so much. I, I you know, um, for Phoenix and my boy Monty Williams and you know Booker to be up two zero in these finals. It's uh, we watched the team vividly choke. Um, there's no other way to put that, and there's no other way that I'm going to put that. This team visibly choked in these NBA finals these last four games. Um, you know, it, it, they, Phoenix, Phoenix did not have the bigs to compete with Portis. Lopez and Giannis. That's what these last four games show. Uh, I, I just don't care. Aiden, he played visibly terrified last night. He played like he was just a rag dog, just getting tossed around. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, he, he just did not have a physical presence to me last night. He was seemed terrified, you know. Um, 
that's pretty much the only thing I got. I just feel bad for Monty Williams, man, Chris Paul, you know, to get so close two games away and lose it in this fashion. It's just like, man, I just, you know, you live and you learn. I mean, I don't want to take up too much because I know you guys want to talk about this too, but, you know, that's my first little first little rant regarding these finals. But once again, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks because they not only won it, they, they deserved it. You know, Giannis or CP3, they both deserved it, but we knew only one was going to walk away with it. So credit to Giannis and Milwaukee. Y'all can go ahead. What you got, Big? Yeah, I just want to congratulate you know the city of Milwaukee, Giannis. Um, I, I guess it. I guess it could be the hard way. You know, he didn't necessarily move and assemble a team. Yeah, you know, they made key trades for you know Drew Holiday and such other players. But yeah, it's a, it's a team sport. You know, um, but um, you know him putting up fifty. Uh, I just say it like this, man. It seemed to me like the Bucks just wanted it more to me. I mean, you know, they were out hustling, you know, on the boards, uh, playing good defense, locking up, uh, you know, Devin Booker, which uh, I will get to that in a moment, and uh, CP3 frustrating him. And uh, I, I just, as far as Monty, uh, what, what, what's the coach's name? Monty yeah, Williams. Monty Williams. Okay, Monty Williams. Um, just – like I told you, Lee, before we got on here, and you, Cal, last night, it just seemed like they just kept doing the same stuff and never tested and expected that to work and live and die by the three, and um, they died. So, uh, I mean, kudos to the Bucks. Uh, maybe next year, Suns, if you can uh, figure out, you know, some key role players and maybe you get a little bit more experience and make some adjustments, but, you know, Overall, it was a good series. Like you guys said, I would have liked to see it, seen it gone seven games, but it is what it is. Milwaukee's the champion. So, uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, I'd just like to say the same thing like pretty much what y'all were saying. Shout out to the Bucks. I'm just going to read off some of uh, Giannis' accolades throughout his, uh, I guess, eight-year stretch. Uh, most improved player in 2017. Got his first MVP in 2019. Got another one in uh, 20. Defensive player in 20. NBA All-Star in 2021. uh, Finals MVP in 2021. And NFL (coughs) champion in 2021. So let me ask you this, guys. With all these accolades that Giannis has acquired and now a Finals MVP, NBA championship, there's – this state, his his run as the best NBA player in the league right now. Uh, and the mind you, he's only twenty six yeah, years old. Now, now I'm gonna say this. I, 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 I'm gonna say this. I mean, as far as 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 far as the big man goes, yes, he's in a he's uh he's in a league of his own. When it comes to that, um, I'm not going to give him that best player just yet. But we all know the NBA wants it to wants it, it like it's always been. They want it to still remain a big man's league. Um, you know, 
as far as the big man goes, yes, but I'm not going to put him just quite yet over a Stephen Curry, you know, um, over I, – I, I'm just not going to do that. Now, that's just my opinion. But they have to stick it to the guidelines of your questions. Of your questions, uh, no, I'm not going to give him that just yet. He has to repeat the performance at least one more time for me. I don't think I'm qualified to answer that question. I don't watch enough NBA to know that. You know, I don't want to just you know just say something just to say something. I don't. I don't know. Um, <coughs> You know, to be honest with you, I don't know. Guys, <laughs> I, I will say this, and I can respect your opinion, because you don't watch a lot of basketball like that. But uh, I will say it, it, it does put him as one of the top dogs in the yard now. I mean, uh, LeBron yeah. is on on his end. Uh, you still got Dame Dollar coming up. You got Steph. He's still balling out. You got other players that was hurt in these playoffs and stuff like that. But I do say he is one of the top dogs. I, I agree right with that. that. Yeah, I don't I mean to cut you off, but yeah, I agree with that. And um, yeah. as for that uh, game last night, I'm just gonna give my little in- insights, and we can go on to other parts of the game. But uh, from watching that game, the uh, Milwaukee Bucks came out on fire. It was a little point where the Suns made a rally. Uh, what was that? Third quarter after halftime, they made a little rally. But that dude Porter, that was coming off the bench from Milwaukee. I don't know the brother's first name. Porter. That dude. Porter, I Porter, I thought it was Port Porter, but Porter's okay. Uh, the bench had a fire in his eyes, like man, dude, I am not losing. I like he looked like a man <laughs> possessed on that court last night. And like I said, it takes. Go ahead. No, I just said, yeah, he did, bro. And it take key uh, key teammates like that, junkyard scrappy dogs. And he was one of them dudes last night. Lopez did what he did. I mean, they, they just had the they just had the momentum going to this thing. And the Suns, they try to chip away at it, man. They just run out of gas. And this is unfortunate for Chris Paul. Will he ever get this chance again? Will he resign with the Suns? We don't know. But I will give him a pat on the back because he did finally make it. And they had a hell of a ride to get there. But uh the Bucks, like I said, they had more experience. Um, they had the better team, the longer team, the more yeah. physical team. So uh, pass out to the Bucks, man. Uh, Giannis is doing his thing. He on Instagram with the NBA trophy and his MVP in Chick-fil-A line, <laughs> letting the fans touch the trophy and stuff. So he, he's living his best life. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. here's what it is. Next year, the dogs will be back. So hopefully the Suns can get there. Yeah, and like you said, as he promptly and expeditiously, you know, pulled up to Chick-fil-A and got his 50-piece again after dropping that 50-piece last night, you know. I Like I said, like I say all the time, man, credit uh, – I give credit when credit is due, and the credit is due to the city of Milwaukee after a long, droughted 50 years, you know, um, since that city has smelled – you know, um, you know, just that championship environment. But um, I'm going to go back to what I was kind of saying. You know, some people might say, Lee, you know, yeah, you know, uh, you said it was a choke, you know, by the Phoenix Suns. And that's absolutely what it was. I just wanted to, you know, dust up on that. 
that's what it was because the first two games, Monty Williams had a defensive a defensive strategy that they were able to, you know, that they were able to put together and, and, and show that, you know, that they were supposed to be there. What I'm talking about is, you know, more in those first two games, they weren't so laid back. If, you know, you go back to those first games, after those first two, it's kind of like they would get back down the court slow and they would just let Giannis go to his spot on the floor at ease. You know, um, you have to you have to meet Giannis. You have to meet Giannis earlier than that, because once he gets that ball up by the free throw line and he takes off, there's no stopping him. You have to meet him at the three point line, stuff like that. You have to you can't let him get that deep into the paint because it's it, it, you're not going to be able to stop it. And these last four games, that's all it was. We're not going to try to facilitate Holiday or Middleton. We're going to give it to Giannis because they can't stop him anyway. So what? You're shooting a horde 40% from the free throw line, which actually he shut the critics up last night and went 17 of 19, 89% from the free throw line last night. So... Phoenix trying to foul him, thinking that that was going to work. He just said, you know what, I go to the line and eat, which he shoots very good from the charity stripe (laughs) at home anyway. So they should have knew that was not going to work. But it was a choke. Monty Williams did not follow through with certain sets, offensively and defensively. Like you guys said, living and dying by the three. Crowder went on vacation, just to be honest with you, after after game two. Crowder said, we have this thing in our back pocket. It's over with. We licked it, sealed it. It's ready to be shipped off because he was on vacation. Uh, Booker, it was hard to see him, like you know, last night. Um, it was just no fire. Like Beat said, Milwaukee wanted it more. I don't know. Phoenix just played timid to me. They play very timid. Um, I just, I just don't understand it. I, it, it's just hard to, it's just hard to, to digest right now because you were up 2-0. You play Giannis beautiful those first two games. I just don't know what happened. I, it's like they thought they had it in the bag, bro. Yeah, I mean, like I pretty much said, it's like Devin Booker went out trying to uh, be a long ranger last night. And, uh, I mean, he didn't play his game. I mean, uh, Chris Paul, if you take away Chris Paul and uh, Devin Booker, who else was there? Uh, I mean, nobody. nobody. So, <laughs> and it was just – it just seemed from, from watching it from the beginning to the end, Milwaukee – just had they just they wanted it more like beat said like you said like they wanted it more the Suns didn't have enough to keep up uh their role players wasn't helping they just and, and that crowd in Milwaukee I mean they they just didn't stand a chance man uh, yeah and that's a and, and and that's another thing man 
I'm a, you know, I'm gonna give pops a shout out real quick because my dad said it before this series start, and it 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 unfolded exactly how he said it. He said, "Lee, as far as these NBA finals go, the first team that steals one on the road <laughs> is going to win it all." And that's what happened. Milwaukee went into the belly of the beast in a tied-up series, 2-2, went into the valley and took their backbone. That, that, that was it right there. And my dad called me right after game five and said, uh-oh, Lee, you remember what I told you? I said, yep, yep, they, they they the first team to take one on the road because the reason why that was said was how good Phoenix and Milwaukee. I just kind of wanted to, you know, what you were saying, Cal, that crowd in Milwaukee, they are dangerous at home. Same with Phoenix. I think both of them had only lost like one time at home during this whole playoff run. I know Milwaukee only lost one time during this whole run. So that's another achievement and an accomplishment of dominance right there. They held their ground at home. Phoenix did the same thing. But short and sweet, that's what, you know, I give my dad credit for that because he said it. He felt who, who, whoever can muster up enough toughness to take one on the road, whoever it be, is going to win it all. And Milwaukee <laughs> took game five on the road. And to me, that was – I'm taking your backbone. I'm taking your lunchable off in front of you. I'm taking your best pop, and I don't care what you say. They went. They went. They went to you. Came to your arena, and they got you. And they closed it out at home. Okay. I got to before we move on. Um, I talked to both of you guys about this. You Cal last night and Lee right before we got on here. As far as the the as far as the offensive sets on uh, for Phoenix. When they were putting two guys in the corner, kind of on the, you know, and then I get what was, what, how else would they, uh, or should, what shouldn't have they done since Kyle, you said that Milwaukee is too big for, uh, for Phoenix? What, what would you guys suggest the, the adjustment be to, I mean, cause to me, the defense for Phoenix was all right. It, they kept it pretty close, but every time on the offensive end, it was either like you were saying, Cal, Devin Booker trying to force something, or what you said, Lee Crowder um, going ghost, and then Chris Paul just being flustered by uh, Drew Holiday and then DeAndre Ayton uh, being too soft. What? Okay. Monty Williams should have did this more beats. I'm going to try to sum your, your your question up as best as possible. But from the looks of things, he got away from it the first two games. Like I go back to the first two games. Because the the whole the whole strategy to take Milwaukee down just worked beautifully those first two games. He got away from letting Devin Booker come down the floor with the ball and be the aggressor, not Chris Paul all the time. They got they got predictable these last four games. It was Chris Paul beat him off the dribble, facilitate, take your little mid-range free throw, jump shot, you know, penetrate the lane. If it's open, go for a late. It's 
it was too much trying to run it through Chris Paul. And if you notice the first two games, they did a beautiful job of letting Booker be the aggressor. Run eight and more on pick and rolls. You know, do the alley, you know, the valley oop that they call it. They they signature play. You know, you seen none of that. You you didn't see the pick and roll between Booker and Chris Paul. You know how it should have been. It was just Chris Paul dribble the CP3 uh, dribble the ball up to the, you know, dribble the ball up court real slow. Don't have a certain pace about yourself. You know, eight and you stand in one spot and you just try to facilitate. That's not their game. It would the, they got away from the pick and roll with Aiden Booker and CP3 first and foremost, and Crowder. They got away from the pick and roll action, the the low screen set, and, and you mix all that in, and you're already out. You're already outnumbered with those bigs Milwaukee got. It's it it, it, it did not shock me. It, it it just did not shock me that Milwaukee ran away with four straight. I mean, because when they tied it up, I said, oh, man. And then when they took game five, I'm like, Monty Williams is sitting back letting them do what they want to do. Uh, for me, from watching it last night, they was playing a lot of two, three, which is like two men in the middle. And three man guarding out in the wings because uh, Milwaukee was pretty much spreading the floor and uh, letting uh, Giannis just pretty much play him in ISO and shit like that. So, pretty much was Giannis, when he had his moments, he would get to his spots, I draw the foul, or make the shot. Or if not, he'll kick it out to Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, who's never open, get those pick and pop shots. So, Milwaukee, so Suns, to me, they went aggressive. Is, is playing like man to man, and like, hey, if you get beat, hey, we're gonna help you out over here. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that versus playing that defense set they was playing was pretty much playing to the strengths of Milwaukee, letting Giannis get to where he wants. And if he couldn't get it, he gonna have somebody open in the wing or for a quick jump shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they just mm-hmm. didn't adjust. I mean, that's just pretty much how it was the last few games. They they let the ball facilitate through Giannis, which I didn't agree with at first because to me it seemed like it slowed it down in other series. But in this particular series, when they went back to letting Giannis facilitate, it worked in their favor. So I guess this is all matchups. And if you think about it on a matchup because they know because they know it was a mismatch with Giannis going up against Aiden, who like who like I said was playing visibly terrified last night. It's Um, it's yeah, it's different for me. For me, series, it's all of it. It's just like in football; it's a game of matchups. And this team just didn't match up physically with this Bucks team, and they were just able to beat them with the length. And that's hard. And that and that is so hard to say as well. I agree with you, but it's so hard to collect the fact. That's another thing that was visibly noticeable. Um, it it it, it was just. Too many jump shots. The first two game, man, y'all were y'all were getting Brooke Lopez in foul trouble or making those bigs have to really work and guard the rim. They were driving a lot more and attacking the rack a lot more those first two games to start this series. The last four games, it was like beat said. Oh shit, we cold. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we go, see, we 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 go, we go just gun our way to this championship, and it's it was no aggression. Guys ain't driving to the rack, you know. It's just shit. When Chris Paul drove to the rack, a lot of times when he finally would do it, he was getting wide open lanes, easy layups. It was just like too too many times where they shot themselves in the foot shooting big long uh long threes and you know these long jump shots early in the shot clock man run that shot clock down make Giannis make Portis make Brooke make them dudes work and protect that rim y'all was just like you said Cal they were playing it to Milwaukee's hands by shooting them jump shots like you said running the running the two three lining three guys up, you know, I mean, um, you know, beyond the art, you know, you can't do that. It was too many times where they said, to me, it's like Monty was like, hey, Chris, beat him off the dribble because, you know, you know, if you beat Giannis or Brooke off the dribble, there's no defense back there because we're running the two, three. Those guys are going to be out there guarding the wingman. It was not enough aggression. It was like sometimes they – were too timid to to be aggressive towards the rack. Yeah, it's uh, sad. Like, like I said, they and, and they was willing to live with Chris Paul getting off his little stuff, but yeah. it, 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 it was it was the fact that them shutting down Aiden Brooker and Crowder and Cup. I see think that's Chris Paul thing. taking the jump shot, and that's another thing, bro. Like you said, they they were worried about uh, Chris Paul, you know, penetrating and getting them little, you know, getting them little twelve foot uh, jumpers, them free throw line jumpers that he was getting. It that's what it was. It, it's just like Phoenix ain't got no. I think they let it get to their head that that was gonna win them a championship. How they how they was hitting everything against the Lakers and hitting everything against the Clippers. You know, they let it get to their head, you know, that we gun boys, we assassins, and your asses wouldn't doing nothing but building brick houses. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> they let it get to their head, man. They they should have been more aggressive. But like Monty said, man, uh, I learned more as a coach, you know. It's just sad, man. They were so close. They, it's just sad. I I mean, it's gonna be hard for Phoenix to just to be honest. It's gonna be hard for Phoenix to to to, to smell this again. I mean, I hate to say that, but this is devastating. You know, this is like the Atlanta Falcons won a a, a a thirty point lead against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. You know, it's gonna be hard to get back here because who's to say Chris Paul is gonna be back for another ride with Phoenix, but. I don't know. Again, congratulations, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks, man. Uh, we ain't gonna harp too much on it. We just wanted to get you know get that out there, you know. But uh, let's move it on into so a little bit of NFL talk. We don't have much for heads, but the Chiefs did make a signing. Uh, they brought back uh, uh, defensive lineman Alex. So, fellas, what are your thoughts? I mean, we missed out on Melvin Ingram. Uh, Mike Thomas, Stillers picked him up. 
So uh, what are you guys' thoughts on uh, the Chiefs re-signing uh, Alex Okafor for the third year straight? It's a plus. Um, like I was telling you guys earlier, that let me know that they were really eyeing Melvin, Melvin Ingram to sign Oakdog back, like you said, Cal, for the third consecutive year, to sign him back a day later after Melvin Ingram signed with Pittsburgh. Uh, but if you were really in on Melvin Ingram like that, like that, why wasn't he signed? That's a head scratcher. But stick it to the Rams uh, of what we're talking about. Uh, Oak Dog, Alex Okafor is back. Um, it's a plus for me, man. If this dude can stay healthy, um, he's a very good rotational player. Um, he has showed that he can he can meet whoever at that quarterback, whether it's Chris Jones, Frank Clark, whoever. He he's shown. He he'll meet them guys at the quarterback. He'll get his. I just I just want to see him be able to put together a healthy campaign. But when this guy is healthy, the Chiefs are familiar with him. He's familiar with us. Yada yada. Um, when healthy, this is a very good rotational guy. You know that can get to the quarterback and a very decent run stopper as well. So uh, I like the fact Oak Dog is back. Yeah, it's a good uh, added death piece, especially uh, with the unknown uh, circumstances of the availability of uh, Frank Clark and what the NFL is going to do about that as far as, as, far as in a uh, suspension. So uh, I think it's a good uh, death piece adding, you know, right before camp. Um, I, I kind of disagree with you, Lee, on the Melvin Ingram thing because if that's – I mean – he signed for what four million? It kind of reminds me of the uh, uh, Bashar Breland thing. I just think that you know, I, I'm interested to see what Oak Dog signed for. It has to be less than four million, but um, <clears throat> I think Brett Veach is just drawing a line in the sand and saying, "Well, this is what our cap is, and this is what how much we can spend." Um, as far as that goes, so I, I don't know about that Melvin, Melvin Ingram thing, but as far as Oak Dog, I mean, it's a good rotational piece that, you know, Spags likes to have, uh, you know, on that D-line. So, I mean, that's my little take on that. Yeah, welcome back, Oak Dog. Uh, definitely need you, like you guys said. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with uh, Frank. But, yeah, like you kind of what you just said with Brad Veach, it probably was a line in the sand. This is what we got to offer you. Take it or leave it. You want ring or you want money. So that does kind of make sense, uh, being what he signed for with the Steelers. But, uh, I mean, like you said, uh, we had Oak Dog the last few years. This would be his third year as a chief. He knows his defense. Uh, so, hey, I'm good with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's – it actually shot it, – it, it, like I said, it – for a minute, I forgot that he was off the team. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, mm -hmm. that's right. He wasn't with us, and we got him back. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, the dude that showed me on plenty of snaps, <laughs> plenty of weeks that <laughs> he can get pressure along with Chris Jones and Frank Clark as well. So, it is what it is. If he can generate that pressure, you know, they probably, you know, they probably felt like, yeah, let's bring Oak Dog back to go with the likings of uh, uh, Taco and Wharton, you know. So, 
um, they, 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 they like, it's cool, I guess. I, you know, good pickup though, man. Like I said, all right, sports heads. Uh, I guess one more topic before we get on up out of here. This is kind of a quick show, but uh, all right, so we was gonna talk about the last show. Let's go ahead and talk about the new Space Jam movie. Uh, Beats, go ahead and give me your thoughts on it, buddy. Oh, I thought we was gonna wait till Lee saw it. Have you seen it, Lee? Uh, uh-uh. uh, no, don't, okay. don't hear it, don't hear it. No, no, I guess we'll wait. We can wait. Yeah, I thought Lee already saw it. Okay, yeah, we can wait. Sports heads, sorry about that. Sports heads, I'll jump in the gun, but uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, I guess next show, uh, because I want to make sure we can all give our own uh, perspective on it and make sure we all seen it before we do that. So sorry about that, sports heads. Uh, But anything else on the chopping block you guys got before we close it out? Nah, not not too much. You know, training camp is right around the corner. So So sports heads, I know we uh, about to miss out on basketball, but we were two weeks away. Training camp, so football is will be upon us. Yeah, shit, shit in two weeks, it'll be the first preseason shit, two days. <laughs> yeah, two right. two weeks, it'll be the first preseason game. My bad. Yeah, two weeks. Oh, uh, okay. You talking about game. Okay. I, I yeah. see what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry, let, me clear, let me clear that up. Yeah, two weeks, it'll be the first preseason game. Yeah, but, uh, what? And, and those early. And those early training camp injuries is, has already risen, like you guys were saying, uh, Acres for uh, the uh, Los Angeles Rams, the running back, you know, suffered a torn Achilles out for the year. So that's your first major injury news <laughs> as yeah, training camp is right at the doorstep. That's uh, yeah. Right. yeah, just working uh, out. Yep, just work, and he's a big part. Uh, Sean McVay, you really does um, use him a lot. Um, Acres really started to come on um, later on in the year with the Rams. You know, that's tough, you know, because, like I said, McVay, he uses those running backs, you know, um, in that system. So, yeah, that, 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 that is a blow for the Rams. Then one more thing, y'all. We are hard knocks will be starting up again, and we are freaking have to suffer and watch the Dallas Cowboys and hard knocks. I'm gonna watch it because I just love it, I love the show. But we are watching the Cowboys this year, <laughs> so and we played them this year too, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess, but I will be watching once it starts. But other than that, uh, we up out of here. Uh, any, any one more, anything else, fellas? Yeah, I have a just a way too early, way too early NBA Finals prediction for next season. <laughs> Go ahead, Cal. I, I don't know. Bro, it's way too early, bro. Uh, yeah, that's why, I, that's why I said the way too early prediction. Go ahead. I guess I have to say my Lakers in the West. Uh, mm-hmm. If Brooklyn is healthy, possibly Brooklyn. But at this point, since the king of the table in the East is the Milwaukee Bucks, I'll go with the Bucks. Mm. Mm. Beats. Uh, 
Man, I am not qualified. <laughs> you ain't gonna even throw I don't no teams. Know. Do what? You ain't gonna throw no teams out there? No. Oh. I'm gonna say it's gonna be Golden State and the Brooklyn Nets. Mm. What made you say Golden State? I don't think so. They coming back. Stephen Curry wants to smell the seats of the NBA Finals again. Um, and we all know that. Um, Dame, if, if Dame Dollar, that's another thing. If Dame Dollar, which Golden State, Dame Dollar, could, Dame Dollar could end up there. If, if that happens, you could pretty much cancel Christmas. I'm just it, sorry. It, it's a lot. That has to transpire here, man. Free agency. I know it's a way too early. It's so much, bro. Way too early prediction. But I just but put I, it out there. I'm I will go say this though, Warriors. And the next, I, I, I disagree with Dame Dollar joining Golden State. Yeah, because you want him to join the Lakers. I don't even know if he's gonna leave Portland. But yeah, I would like for him to, uh, to join the Lakers. <laughs> If I was a Laker fan, I'd be I'd be crossing my fingers. Chris Paul would come there and play with LeBron. It's so much, bro. Because, but yet, I mean, good. We we can throw out a very early, early uh deal for next year because the NBA gonna look totally different next year again. So, uh, even talking about it's news about Kyrie maybe possibly not being in Brooklyn. So it's all kind of I don't know. Yeah. Russ, he may not be back in Washington. Yeah, I saw that too. I mean, Bradley Bill, I think he got a contract here. It's a the lot, Knicks man. are going to get the Knicks are going to get somebody for that backcourt. Whether it's Dame Dollar, whether it's Russ, who knows? But and I think they just resigned Derrick Rose. Hmm. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. This is something to keep chatter talking here on Sports Head, uh, Sports Talk KC. But uh, like I said, uh, that concludes another episode. Uh, and one of your hosts, Cowboy, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Calvia. We also got the Sports Talk KC page is active, fellas. Yeah, you can find me at the handle dbeach1492, Instagram, Facebook. TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, all the above. Leave, they're checking for you. Where can they find Social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram. Like Cal said, Sports Talk Casey Page, up and active. Been noticing a lot of people just uh, here recently. Um, I know we touched on this as well, but here recently just been, you know, um, interacting with the page, going to the page and liking it and following us and everything. So, you know, we see you guys, you know, interacting with the Sports Talk Casey page. And once again, it's number love. Appreciate all the little pointers, suggestions, and, you know, just uh, 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 the congrats and everything that, that we receive from everybody. All right, Sports fans, we up out of here till then. Peace. Yo.